Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening around the world. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Alexander, and you're listening to another episode of Ivy Exec Insights, a weekly podcast brought to you by Ivy Exec, an elite network of global thought leaders. You can visit us and join our growing executive network at ivyexec.com. The topic of today's episode is an insider's guide to LinkedIn for building your personal brand, led by Ivy Exec's career advisory team. Angela Milenkovic, Anastasia Gavrilovic, and Andriana Milosevic. In this session, we will discuss establishing a consistent brand identity with visuals, keywords, and content, tips for increasing your visibility by establishing your expertise, and how to establish your personal brand by sharing content, media, and posts. Enjoy the episode! Hi, everyone. Thank you for deciding to be here with us today. Uh, We are excited to talk further about LinkedIn and how you can establish your personal brand on that platform. Um, Maybe you had a chance to uh, attend our previous webinar where we covered some uh, LinkedIn basics, how you can optimize your profile, how you can um, include some new sections and improve the ones that you already have. If you didn't have a chance to watch that one, you can um, do that on our website. Uh, But this time around, we are going to talk about branding and personal branding and how LinkedIn can help you um, build one. So we're getting into more complex um, stuff here. So buckle up. Okay, this is um, our to-do list today. First, I'm going to um, tell you more about the benefits of having a strong um, personal brand on LinkedIn, how you can um, go about creating one, what strategies you can employ. Um, Then Anastasia will tell you more about your top section, um, word choice and color choice there. Then we will talk about algorithm hacks that you need to know about. And then finally, Andriana will tell you more about creating content that you can um, support your brand. So a lot of good stuff um, on our agenda for today. All right. So what is the point of uh, branding? Sometimes people confuse personal branding with um, self-promotion, unnecessary publicity, um, seeking publicity, wanting to just be out there, narcissism, ego, all of those things. And of course, personal branding is not about those things. Uh, Whether you are aware of it or not, you already have um, a personal brand that is your reputation in the business world. Uh, What LinkedIn can offer is actually an opportunity for you to manage uh, that reputation. And you don't want to have a brand just because it's a nice thing to have, but rather because it can help you uh, network, it can help you establish your leadership presence, and ultimately it can lead to new uh, opportunities. And we all want that, of course. So don't confuse uh, brand with ego. It's really about reputation. It's about new opportunities and about uh, sharing your expertise and providing value. It's it's really about those things. Now, something to remember is that if you don't define your brand and identity, others will do it for you. And of course, that is not something that you want. So with LinkedIn, you are in charge of your brand and you can manage it and decide what is it that other people and your audience get to see about you. Um, I want to spend some time talking about how you can get started and where you can get your ideas. 
something that I've noticed when you go online and you type in how to create personal brand, how to create personal brand for professionals, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of the stuff that's out there will tell you to find your unique voice. And to me, that's really not specific enough. Um, that's rather confusing because on LinkedIn currently, there's hundreds of, of millions of accounts. And to create something that is unique and to find your unique voice amongst all of those people and accounts, it's almost impossible. So trying to do that will uh, take more of your time than actually uh, going about um, while branding and, and, and um branding yourself as an expert and adding value. So don't focus too much on being so unique, uh, creating an idea that's never been created before. Every time you um, share a post, creating something earth shattering every single time. No, you don't need to do that. You just have to focus on staying consistent, um, staying authentic and providing value. That is what uh, branding is really about. So you just have to be out there and you have to be out there consistently. Um, also, where to get ideas? That's another common, common question. And um, I will tell you, you are, of course, your own resource. You are an expert, so you are your so source of ideas. But also, you already have um, a strong network, I'm sure. So they are your um, resource, too, and we'll get um, to that point in a second, how you can leverage your network. But also, something that I want you to consider, um, your source of ideas is also future you and where you want to be. Um, five years down the road. You might not have to um, have the answer to that infamous question of uh, where do you see yourself in five, 10 years? But I'm sure that you know what your next career move is. And when you're creating your brand, if you, let's say, start doing that today, you want to consider that next move. Maybe you've been thinking about pivoting your career for quite some time or getting into a new industry, maybe getting into consulting, maybe starting your own business. Um, if you do have those future goals, consider them now and try to incorporate um, some of the aspects, aspects of um, things that will make you successful in those future roles. Do that today um, and that will help you get there. So once you finally make a decision to make that next move, your network will not be um, too surprised by you doing um, that, and that transition will be easier. That's another um, strength of um, a strong, solid brand. Um, all right, so what do you need to show us? Um, we are your audience as your connections on LinkedIn, um, and when we go to your profile, let's say, this is what we know we need to know about. This is what your brand should explain um, in a way. Who are you? What do you do? And why should we like you? If you manage to answer these questions, you will have a pretty successful brand. And these aren't too difficult. You probably have some ideas already. Um, if you don't, that is where your network comes in. Create a list of a few trusted colleagues, other industry leaders, experts who you um, are close with, your friends, peers, your significant other, um, and just talk to them. Um, try to get an idea of how they perceive you and what kind of professional are you in their eyes. Why do they like you um, as a colleague, as a mentor? Um, 
et cetera, et cetera, and get into that habit of working on these questions, let's say every week, um, just like your brain has to be consistent, you building your brand, you have to be consistent uh, throughout that process. So let's say you make it um, your task to talk to your significant other every Friday afternoon or, or to someone in, in your network every Friday afternoon for 20 minutes um, to start brainstorming and to um, gather those ideas that you will use as your data points and that will help you map out your entire branding strategy. 20 minutes every week, that's not too much to ask for. And over time, this really will help you um, um, make a change and, and make a big difference. All right, so these three questions I want you to remember. Who are you? What do you do? Why should we like you? Um, these are essential. Um, okay, now, Branding um, can sound like a daunting task because it's like building something from scratch uh, or, or can constantly having to do something with it. Uh, but really, branding is a self-discovery process, and it can be really fun if done right. But to do it right, you have to ask the right questions. The three um questions that we covered, that's the start. But with these um, other ones that we have here um, on our slide, you will really uh, get to the core of what makes you you. What do you want to be known for? That's, um, that's the first question. Uh, maybe you want to be um, known for your ability to mentor um, uh, a productive team, or more specifically, maybe you want to be known for your um, selling skills, your exceptional marketing skills, maybe your engineering skills. What are you known for already? This is, again, where your network comes in, in their opinion. Um, what do you stand for? What motivates you, for example? What makes you different? Um, how have you been successful in the past? You can tell us some stories that made you you. Storytelling is a very powerful tool because people... Um, have that innate ability to remember stories. We love stories. Uh, what is your greatest professional achievement? Uh, what is your proudest moment? Think about some of these questions and what you might tell us about you and those moments that uh, made you an expert um, and the professional that you are today. These are the things that uh, help to build that reputation and we'll and, and will help you build that brand. Um, together with these answers and the answers that you got from your network, you will have a lot of data points, a lot of information to work with. Um, and then I really want you to sit down and write, write down all the answers to these questions. As I'm reading through them, you're probably um, sitting there thinking, okay, I would probably say this for this answer for this question, and I would probably talk about that one time when I worked with Bob for this other um, question, but ideas would not be enough. You want to actually write down words. You want to fully articulate um, your answers because this will be, well, first of all, a really good exercise for you, and this will help you with that consistency because at any point you'll be able to go back to your um, answers here and um, use them as your guideline for the future. Um, another thing, when you uh, spend time with your network, asking these questions, gathering their comments and suggestions, that um, alone 
is a really good networking process. And your network will appreciate that you're showing how much you care about their opinion. So it's not just a self-discovery process. It's also a really good um, networking process. So this all will help you uh, target your audience. This will help you uh, establish that uh, expertise. But now we also need to talk about that next layer of branding, um, which will be important for executives. So I have here a list of important questions to answer for executives. Um, as an executive, it's not enough to be an expert. You also have to be a leader. So that is why we'll um, want to talk about, for example, your leadership style, what makes it different, what's your guiding principle. Um, why are you doing great things as an executive? What, what are the causes that you care about? Um, then my personal favorite, how are you a better executive? What are the habits um, that you have that you uh, practice on a daily basis? Again, tell us the story that we will remember. And what can you do that other C-level leaders cannot? What's that differentiating factor? Um, the reason why we care about your leadership style is because we care about the kind of person um, that you are really. At the end of the day, we, um, as professionals, we are, we are people and people enjoy doing business with other people, not, not businesses. So if you're able to portray yourself as a good leader, good motivator, um, a warm person who's friendly, personable, um, you will help your business um, attract top talent, attract um, better clients, better investors. And that layer of branding will not help only you, but also your, um, your entire business. It will have that spill out effect, which only um, supports uh, my, my argument of how important branding is and how you can um, leverage your LinkedIn profile to um, expand that brand and to share it with your network. That's all I had for today. Uh, Anastasia has a lot more fun stuff for you, uh, and she'll start with the top section. Anastasia. Hi, everyone. So I will cover your top section and your about section. Your top section consists of your profile picture, your background picture, your headline, and some other information, such as your current employer and your university. It's a part of your visual identity because it's the first thing that we see and it makes that first impression that you make online. So that's why it's so important to use it for personal branding. Um, now, first things first, your background picture and your profile picture. You want to use color here. Colors can evoke certain emotions. They can uh, set the mood and that's what you want to do with your um, top section as well. Think of some brands. For example, we have Coca-Cola here. We can all instantly match Coca-Cola with a certain color. It's very recognizable. And that's something that you want to do for your own brand as well. You want to pick one color and then you want to stick to it. So how do you pick your color? Well, first you want to ask yourself, what is the mood that I want to set and how do I want my visitors to feel? And based on those answers, you will pick your color. Now, have in mind that certain colors are associated with different things. On the next slide, we have a couple of 
mood boards there. For example, um, let us see. Uh, let us see here. A red is associated with potency, the power, blue is associated with intelligence, loyalty, yellow is often associated with optimism, light, green is used for nature, environmental causes, purple with dignity, and so on and so forth. So you want to have this in mind as well when you're choosing your color. And when you do pick your color, then you want to pick a background picture and a profile picture for your LinkedIn that will contain that color. So for your background picture, you can Google for graphics, something that will tell us a bit on what you do, or you can create something unique with um, Canva. That's a good resource for creating your background picture. In addition to that, you want to use your color throughout your LinkedIn profile, and you want to go even further. You want to use it in your email signature, on your website if you have one. You also want to always choose pictures with that color to share whenever you write an article, for example. And some coaches will tell you to go even one step further and choose clothing in that color for your first interview or any um, appearance that you make. So that is how you want to use color. And that is it on the visual aspect of your brand. And now we will talk about Word choice, of course, that is as important, especially when it comes to your headline. Your headline needs to be impactful and it needs to tell us who are you as a professional? What are you good at? And it's always there. We can always see it. Whenever you share, comment, or like something, we can see your picture, your name, and your headline. So you want to use this free advertising space wisely. Now, we have a formula for you. Uh, the formula is certain keywords and your mini pitch, but a lot of clients that I talk to aren't sure what are some of the keywords that they can use here. So we have a process that you can, um, that you can use for that. Uh, first, what you want to do is Think about some of the words that you would use to describe yourself when you're talking to a potential employer. For example, for myself, I'm a career advisor, so I would add that first. Then I would think of some of my most important skills, some of the skills that I would like to be recruited for, for example. So I would add resume specialist because we cover your resume. I also write content for a website, so I will add content creator to my headline. We also, of course, cover LinkedIn as we are doing today. So I will add LinkedIn expert. Those are my keywords. And then after that, I would also add my mini pitch, which is helping clients understand how to go about their job search. So now that I have all of that in my headline, now I can be sure that when someone reads it, when someone sees it, they know exactly what I can do and what I'm good at. And that's what you want to achieve with your headline. That is, um, well, that is our best advice out there. Uh, however, you want to avoid certain words in your headline. And some of those are overused phrases and keywords, such as the ones that you can see on the screen, strategic, organizational, motivated, driven, 
passionate track record. Now that's a big one. People like to use it in their resumes as well. So avoid using any of those because they are the most used words on LinkedIn according to LinkedIn itself. So if you want to stand out, you definitely want to avoid using any of those keywords. Now, on the next slide here, we have a great example of a fully branded top section. So Luke here chose blue as his color. He included it in his background picture and his profile picture. We have some of those important keywords for himself, brand building content, content marketer, brand designer, and we also see his mini pitch, which is helping, helping brands grow with video content. So that is an excellent example of how you can brand yourself with your top section. Okay, we covered your top section and now um, the thing that comes next when we're looking at your profile is your about section. So the biggest mistake that you can make here is leaving it completely out or leaving it blank. That is something that you definitely don't want to do. Some people also simply give us the summary from the resume on their LinkedIn profile. You don't want to do that either. You want to use this space to show us your personal brand and to tell us a memorable story so we can remember it after we um, go we go uh, <laughs> to another profile, we will still remember yours. Uh, now we have some five tips on how to create a branding narrative with your about section. And the first one is that when you're writing your summary, your about section, you want to show us your personality, you want to use sense of humor and be very natural and, and authentic. You can also talk about some of your interests that you have outside of work as well. So it's very different from the resume. You also want to consider your target audience. So what do people want to know about you? and you want to show them what is unique about your story. Now, of course, uh, LinkedIn is an SEO platform as any other, so you want to keep some of those keyword phrases and search terms in mind when you're creating your summary, and you want to include them where it feels natural and appropriate. So you wouldn't overstuff with keywords, but you do want to include a couple of those in there. You can also highlight some of your victories. We have some examples on the slide there on how you can do that. You want to give us some metrics. And finally, you want to um, treat your LinkedIn summary differently as you would your resume or a cover letter. You want to write it as you speak. You want to be natural and you don't want to talk about yourself in third person. Now, these summaries can be tricky. Even some of the best writers can find it difficult to write about themselves. But keep in mind that you can always adjust, you can always edit. None of this is set in stone and best writing is rewriting. So you can always update it. And as you go through your career, you do want to continuously update your summary as well as the rest of your profile to keep up with your growing personal brand. 
So that's it on the about section if you only, let's say, have a full-time role. And now we will cover um, a different scenario. Some of our clients also have their own company in addition to their full-time role or they offer services. And if that's the case with you, this is what you want to do with your about section. So whenever someone owns a business, the first question they need to ask themselves is, what does my target audience want? And then build their brand around that. It's essential to understand what it is that your potential clients want. What are some of the struggles that they might face? What can you write that can help them navigate a certain problem? How can you well, how can you help make their lives easier? That is what you want to focus on when you're building your own brand on LinkedIn. And you always want to orient your brand towards your audience rather than yourself. That's how you can always have a successful business, grow and expand, of course, and that's how you will uh, retain loyal clients. Uh, now, of course, this is not easy. Again, you might need to step back and refocus a couple of times, but you always want to keep your potential clients in mind. And when you have this specific scenario, when you have your own business, your full-time role, you want to have a common ground for that, as well as your personal story. You want to connect it all with your about section and you want to show us that personal touch, that emotional side of the brand. Social media has changed everything and now we want to see who is behind it all. That helps us um, connect with the brand and that helps us remain loyal to a brand. So that is what you want to do with your personal brand as well. Now, Andriana will take over further. Thank you very much, Anastasia. So since we've covered um, how you should create your top section and what to and how to brand yourself in your about section, I'm going to share a couple of uh, a couple of tips on how to create an impactful uh, content that you want to share in your um, LinkedIn. So there are of course some algorithm tips because LinkedIn has its own specific algorithm. So first of all, you would want to have a robust network. So having at least 500 connections would be um, helpful because you would be more visible that way. A lot more people will be able actually to go through that content that you're, that you're sharing, but you want to pick that um, network wisely. So you want to add people you know or you know, people that you think would be interesting to see updates from. Um, you also want to um, put some time and effort into making your content relevant to your audience and you want to engage your audience. Um, when you're sharing the content, you, you need to think about these first 30 to 60 minutes because these minutes are crucial. Once you share the content, the LinkedIn itself is going to pick up all of these likes um, and comments um, and the dwell time of people, you know, people spending the real time on reading through that content to see whether your content is valuable enough to be pushed forward. So that's why it's really important to pay close attention to these first 30 to 60 minutes. Then, a lot of people, um, a lot of people have actually 
put some time into diving a bit deeper and seeing when should you post online on LinkedIn. And if you have a B2B business or if you're a part of B2B company, the best days to post are Wednesdays and Tuesdays. And if you're in B2C company, Mondays and Wednesdays are your days. Um, they, you know, people went, uh, you know, one mile further and they found out that it's best to post around 7.45 a.m., 10.45 a.m., 12.45 p.m. and 5.45 p.m. This doesn't have to work with um, everyone's network. So I would suggest you, you know, post something, feel the waters, test it with your audience and see what works the best for you. Um, when sharing the content, you do not want to share uh, links in your posts because LinkedIn wants to become content platform itself. So whenever you can, when creating content, try to avoid sharing links to, to external websites. And once you decide there is a valuable content that you want to share that would boost your professional brand online, there are a couple of tips on how um, to put that content together and how to make it impactful. So you want to keep everything pretty simple. So you want to use simple words because you want your audience to understand you so that everyone can understand what it is that you're writing about, for example. You want to write that content in conversational rhythm because that that's easier for the for the reader to be, you know, engaged to follow everything through. Um, you want to use the white space and the power of white space because like on resumes, if some of you had consultations with us, we advise our clients not to have those chunky bits of text through the resume. And that the same thing goes with LinkedIn. You do not want to have um, big blocks of text because that way you you know your audience would not be bothered to read through all of these long paragraphs. So that's why it's better to break that into different paragraphs because that will increase the readability. And especially for people, you know, when they're running to to their um to their job, they're scrolling through their um phones and that would definitely help um read through all of that. So break that content into um, sections, so different paragraphs. And in order to grab your audience's attention, you want to have these first two sentences that would be impactful and interesting enough for your, you know, to grab your audience's attention. So including those attention grabbers at the very, at the very beginning would be crucial. And not a lot of people think about this, but you can actually include emojis as part of these uh, attention grabbers at the very um, beginning of your content. Because if a lot of people share their content on LinkedIn, and if they, if a lot of them uh, share written content or videos, um, you would, you would actually interrupt that pattern of pretty much, you know, similar. Um, things, a lot of words across the screen. So you would include those emojis and you would catch your audience's attention that way. So that's a good um, tip there. Um, you want to use different emojis, but keep it professional. You can also use relevant hashtags. And the thing, the good thing uh, about these hashtags is that you can actually come up with your own 
hashtags. So for example, um, if you are a coach and you want to share tips with your audience, um, so job search coach, you can actually post every week and you would include hashtag coaching with Amanda, for example. And whenever your audience sees that hashtag, they would instantly know that you're sharing something valuable, something, you know, worth reading. So I would suggest uh, picking the right um, hashtags and if possible, coming up with your own personal ones. Um, talking about getting personal, you definitely want to get personal, but you still want to keep it professional. You want to connect with relevant people. You want to connect with influencers, with professionals in your industry. And as Angel mentioned, people like to read stories. So learn how to tell one, especially if you want to become a talk a thought leader. And most importantly, you want to engage your audience. You want to, you know, um, make them interested, but also you want them to ask questions, to get engaged, to comment on your posts. So the best way to do that is actually, you know, in order to spark a conversation, you want to ask questions. You want to encourage that engagement that you're seeking. So whenever you write, let's say, a post on um, on sharing your tips on, you know, your coaching tips, you can ask your audience, okay, so please share your experience in the comment. How did your interview go? Um, what was the best interview that you had? Um, what's your opinion on this topic? So leave a comment down below. So that would be a good way to engage your audience. Um, so LinkedIn itself stated that they know from their own data that members are more um, interested in going deep on topics they're interested in. So if you caught yourself thinking, okay, so I'm sharing um, a lot of content on coaching, maybe I should go broader, you know, so that a lot, so that I can reach a lot more people. Well, the LinkedIn would suggest no, go niche rather than broad, um, because you would get more specific. You would get your targeted audience, and um, then later on, the audience would come to you maybe through the, those hashtags that you would come up with. Um, and besides creating the written content, the video craze hasn't es escaped LinkedIn. Um, it's actually one of the best platforms for native video. So like other channels, you do, do not want to link to your video on YouTube or other websites. Instead, you would want to upload it directly to LinkedIn so it will play automatically for users. So again, breaking that interruption. So having something interesting to look at straight away, especially if they're scrolling on their phones. Um, and since it's played automatically, it will eliminate the need to click through to other sites, and that will increase the number of people who will watch and ideally interact with the content that you've just shared. Um, well, talking about the LinkedIn algorithm, um, it isn't so different from other social networks um, in that it gives priority in the in the results to content that has significant engagements and reach. Video, of course, has proven to be one of the best engaging kinds of content. So um, if you do have some ideas and if you've been thinking about it for some time, then definitely share 
those videos with us. Um, however, you should remember on LinkedIn, your purpose isn't solely to entertain. You want to make sure that your uh, content um, seeks to add value and provide actionable advice, give expert insight, or bring awareness to topic relevant to your industry or niche. And whenever you're creating content, you would want to, you know, talk to your friends and family, your colleagues, and ask them what they think about this, whether um, they find it um, interesting and valuable for you to share. And then the same thing goes with making videos. Maybe not the first one that you would make would be just the right one for LinkedIn, but you can make, let's say, dozens of them and then picking uh, picking the right one that you want to share. And and like any social media sites, LinkedIn is intended to be used regularly. So whenever you pop on to sort through your emails or to check your settings and added the different sections, maybe to add um, a better mini pitch um, and to change your about section, checking in with people in your network on the regular basis lets you know, lets them um, and potential leaders in your industry know that you're pay paying close attention to the um, to the careers of your connections and keeping yourself in the loop with people you've connected with. So you want to get into the habit of checking um, out of your news feed on a regular basis and engaging with your network through liking and commenting on their posts, especially commenting since a comment is content. On its own, and a little engagement goes a long way in both keeping mindshare as well as, you know, exposing your profile to new connections who might be engaging with the same content and the same discussions that you're in. Mm -hmm.